Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock here on the show. Davis returns from a brief vacation. Great to have Davis back in the house. We're going to talk some baseball, of course, here on the show. We're starting to learn who's going to be in the Home Run Derby. And Davis, the other thing that we're starting to learn is a lot of stories upcoming here for the upcoming British Open. The, uh, the major is definitely coming fast and furious. Of course, we'll be previewing it throughout the week. Davis, great to have you back. How was, uh, how was your time off? Time off was good. Uh, excited to get back and be, uh, you know, cracking the whip here on uh, on daily fantasy sports, season long fantasy, and all that stuff. Very excited for the Open Championship. St Andrews is is definitely uh, it's my favorite venue that they do. The Open Championship at Nutrun is pretty good. Uh, the the Northern Irish one, uh, I mean, would have been a lot better had Rory McIlroy won that event instead of missing the cut by one stroke. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the old course, it's the absolute best. So super excited for this week at St. Andrews. Yep, we'll have previews on Newswire later today with Dubs Anderson, I'm sure, here on the show tomorrow. We will bring Dubs in. We'll get all of the picks before this thing gets underway on Thursday. Without further ado, here are our headlines here at the top of the show. Let's get started with golf and uh, the U.S. Department of Justice investigating the PGA Tour's behavior toward Live Golf. So the uh, gift that keeps on giving is this story just going back and forth and back and forth. Chris Sale is back on the mound. He'll make his season debut today against the Tampa Bay Rays. Albert Pujols, how about this one? He's going to compete in the 2022 Home Run Derby. We'll expand on that in just a second. And the NBA Board of Governors expected to approve the play-in games for all future seasons. This should not be a surprise. It's been wildly popular and, by the way, wildly successful as well. But Davis, naturally, on the show on Monday. Now, I'll be in Los Angeles for the Home Run Derby, so unfortunately we'll not be able to join you for the betting odds here. But with almost nothing to bet on next week, it is the everyone talks about it. It's the slowest week in professional sports, Davis, uh, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. There are games in, in baseball on Thursday. What do you think of this? Albert Pujols going to give it one last ride in the Home Run Derby. He is, you know, obviously one of the best players I've ever seen, uh, a shell of himself right now, honestly, in Major League Baseball. But I don't know if this speaks to the fact that it's hard to get guys to do the home run derby or the fact that they like people just to watch to see Albert Pujols participate. What did you think when you heard this? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that hard to get guys to. I mean, it's hard to get, you know, the the A-plus bona fide superstars to do it. Like uh, a lot of these guys, you know, Vlad probably doesn't want to do it again. Uh, I don't think Otani is in this year's edition. If he is, I miss that. And I totally get what Rob Manfred and the Major League Baseball are going for here. Albert Pujols, despite the fact that he is no longer any good, no longer an everyday player, only has five home runs on the year, I would say he is definitely top 10, maybe top five in name recognition amongst extremely casual baseball fans or or just average players. And the fact that he is back on the Cardinals, which is probably what most people remember him for. You know, if you stop someone on the street and you said, you know, who does he play for? Maybe some people would know he was on the Angels. Maybe some people would remember his two-month stint on the Dodgers. But most people would associate him with the St. Louis Cardinals. So I get what they're going for here. I think it's mostly you know, just a sign that baseball does not do a good job 
with marketing in general. I mean, Shohei Otani should be, I mean, he should be the most famous athlete on the planet. No, no, he should be Cristiano Ronaldo, Leo Messi, LeBron James, Michael Jordan levels of, of fame. And he is not, um, so I, I get why baseball is doing this, but I think it's a symptom of the larger problem that baseball has. Uh, okay, so let's shift over real quick. Let's go back uh, to golf here for the Open Championship. I don't think it's too early at all to, to even start getting into this a little bit. I know Tiger Woods had his press conference earlier today. Remember, there's, an, there's a time difference. Uh, it's St. Yes. Andrews right now. They're ahead of time, naturally, so that's part of it. Um, what do you what do you make of you know sort of the way that this is headed here and this you know this back and forth with the live guys here yesterday uh, Mastercard pulled some sponsorships from guys what do you think? Well, I mean, so the the this lawsuit that's coming with the PGA Tour antitrust. I mean, I think that uh, the the Department of Justice is going to have a hard time you know showing that this Saudi Arabian sovereign wealth funded golf tour is you know a direct compet. Like, I I think that lawsuit is going to end up being a nothing burger. But in the end. You know, the, with the live stuff, the people who lose, Craig, are, are you and I, the people who like to watch golf, whether seriously or casually. And we've already seen this. I mean, we saw this last week with the split between the live event that they played in Portland and then the, um, you know, two weeks ago with mm-hmm. the uh, the golf event and the Scottish Open. It's like uh, both of the fields were just watered down, right? And And so it's like, you're watching a lot of golf shots from guys you don't care about. You don't have, you know, Dustin Johnson versus Rory. Like it just, it just stinks. Um, and I, I, I do think though, if I was one of these live guys, the number one thing I would be worried about is what if the Saudis just decide this isn't working and they pack it up and they don't want to fund this anymore. They just get bored with it. Basically, you know, they, they bought a new toy. They play with the toy for a little bit. They get bored of the toy. Like you have a lifelong suspension from the PGA tour. What is, what is, you know, Taylor Gooch going to do if he cannot golf for a living? Like, feels it would be very scary to me personally. Yeah, interesting. We'll follow this throughout the week, of course, for sure. Uh, great, great venue, as Davis mentioned, for the British Open. And lots to bet on and lots in terms of talking about it. So we will do it here on the show today, tomorrow, all the way up until the start Thursday. And then have updated leaderboards because, again, when we're on the air, on Thursday and Friday, a lot of it is going to be halfway done for the day. So that'll be cool. We'll have some live action to talk about. We'll be right back with a look at tonight's Daily Fantasy Plate in baseball. Daily Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish and Davis Maddock. We have daily fantasy baseball to discuss. A full slate tonight in Major League Baseball, Davis, and we're going to get right to it here in a second. Um, you know, back from vacation. Hopefully tonight we can get on the winning side of things. And I noticed here an uh, interesting slate for you, including, uh, boy, a pitcher on a team that does not win a lot of games. So hopefully you can sneak one out tonight, that's for sure. 
Yeah, uh, look, you know, no no days off for me, even on vacation. I am playing MLB Daily Fantasy, and uh, this does not always happen on a Tuesday. Every once in a while, they'll do it this way, where there are no day games, and they just play them all at night. So we just kind of randomly opening up your, your uh, FanDuel or DraftKings app. We're on DraftKings tonight here. 14-game uh, slate with loads of quality starting pitching, which I tend to think is always uh, pretty interesting, but uh, you know, look, if you want to get quality bats in there, you do need to find a, a somewhat cheaper starting pitcher. And I've gone with at least one of those tonight. All right. So let's take a look here at the slate. We'll start off as Davis mentioned with the starting pitchers. And yes, Davis is going to take a huge shot here on Josiah Gray of the Washington Nationals. Now, uh, basically, it's a pick em game tonight against Seattle. So if you're ever going to do it, maybe tonight is the night. Seattle's offense obviously has struggled all year. And then Garrett Cole will be the payup price here at $10,500. Uh, Washington in particular, Davis, 1-9 in their last 10. Worst team in baseball by far. Uh, but pretty decent matchup tonight at home. Yeah, they stink, but Josiah Gray does not stink. Now, uh, he has definitely had some troubles with run prevention this season. He's given up, you know, six earned runs a couple times, seven earned runs a couple times. But even, uh, actually, I would kind of compare it to Hunter Green, where you know Hunter Green is going to give up some walks, going to give up some right. home runs. But in his last start, he went uh, six innings pitched against the Phillies, but struck out 11 Phillies in that matchup. Did get beat up against your Miami Marlins two weeks ago. But then before that, Super strong starts with at least six strikeouts in five games straight. And, uh, you know, for example, against the Cincinnati Reds, had a 30-point game. And, you know, looking at this price, it just seems uh, it, it seems pretty generous to me sitting there at 8700 because there are guys more expensive than him. I have no interest in, you know, Clevenger going in Colorado. Logan Webb priced all the way up against Arizona. Uh, Kevin Gaussman, who is dealing with a small injury right now, is going. So I, I'm not really interested in all those guys. Uh, so I, I like this price for uh, Josiah Gray. And then pretty much every time that Garrett Cole is going. I'm using him right now. Now he did he did get touched up a little bit against Boston. Did get, I believe that was his most earned runs of the season, the five earned runs against Boston. But he's got this matchup against the Reds right now, who I guess are not as pathetic as they were to start the season, but they are still the Cincinnati Reds and they're they're not very good uh hitting the yeah. ball. Yeah, worst team in April and then obviously since May still not good. But um better than Washington, my gosh. <laughs> Washington's on pace lose 110. All right, let's uh, let's go over to the infield here, and uh, going to start off with catcher Will Smith of the Dodgers. He is priced tonight on DraftKings at forty three hundred. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at forty eight hundred. The photo you see there is of Tommy Edmond. He's priced at thirty four hundred tonight. Josh Donaldson is at four thousand, and then Jose Iglesias of the Rockies at shortstop. Pretty decent batting order spot usually for him at thirty four hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, this Tommy Edmund price, I I don't get it. I mean, like thirty four hundred for Tommy Edmund. I know he is not uh, he's not really delivered a ton of power this season. Only the seven home runs, but we also know that the Cardinals are you know a pretty decent offense, especially when Nolan Gorman and Juan Yepes are hitting. And uh, you know, I was kind of half expecting like, oh, did I did I miss something while I was out was out of town? Have they been have they been batting him ninth or something like that? Nope, still still leading off, and uh, you know he's going up against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who do have the good bullpen. But uh, Mitch White is probably the weakest guy that is in their rotation right now. Donaldson finally is hitting the baseball. It uh, it took it took quite a lot of time for Donaldson to get going this season. He doesn't have double digit home runs yet, but uh, he did just come off a great series against Boston. Actually, stole a base. Uh, you know, multiple twenty point DraftKings games in a row. And uh, the Yankees, I mean, they just, there's just no stopping them. They just keep hitting. Iglesias gets our uh, our little cores bump here, sitting there at 3,400. Vlad, uh, Craig, you know the deal. Vlad's under 5,000. He's pretty much going to be in our lineup. And then I also thought the same thing with Will Smith. I mean, normally he's about a $5,000 player. You don't get uh, catchers with the platoon advantage who bat fourth on a team. But, the you know, I think they have the third highest team total of this slate. Will Smith sitting there at... 4,300, I just thought was a pretty, pretty obvious play. All right. So let's move over and check out the outfielders. And we'll start off with the Atlanta Braves. Another matchup tonight with the New York Mets. Braves take game, uh, Mets take game one, excuse me. Adam Duvall back off the paternity list. He is 3,300. 
Boy, the Yankees are trying to find anyone to play center field, Davis. But right now it is Aaron Hicks. He is 2,700 tonight, so that's the low end. And then George Springer, always a good play for the Blue Jays, 4,800 tonight. Yeah, so Hicks is is kind of the obvious name here that you would say, like, uh, why, why is he making lineup? Craig, this series that he had against Boston, I mean, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, hit three home runs, stole two bases, scored a bunch of runs. It didn't didn't knock in very many runs. I guess uh, I don't I don't know why that would be. I guess because he was batting seventh in that series, and he was uh, I think one game he was behind Gallo, and we know that Gallo is not off the list. When I was when I was sitting here working on this lineup, I thought about tossing Gallo in just to uh, just to give you a little bit of bait, but uh, opted for Aaron Hicks there. And then I think I think Hicks has also earned a little bit more playing time because him and Gallo were kind of competing for the same spot in their lineup. Not that they play the same position. Gallo is left field. Hicks is center field, but Hicks, uh, I mean, and he's also kind of one of those guys who for the Yankees, like did, I mean, how many years in a row have they been waiting for him to really break out? And he never has, but you know, again, maybe, maybe this is the year he actually is. I mean, he's only hitting, he's only hitting 240, but that series against Boston really did kind of turn things around for him. Adam Duvall Braves have the fourth highest team total of the slate. And Adam Duvall against a left-handed starting pitcher. I mean, his career uh, weighted on base average against a left-handed starting pitcher. Guys like guy turns into freaking Mark McGuire against the left-handed uh, starting pitching. And then uh, same deal as always. The Blue Jays win. They get to go up against a uh, a left-handed starting pitcher. I am just gonna be all over them uh, actually. And I just saw that they were scheduled to face the lefty. They're not. They there there was a move this morning. But do you know anything about this guy, Andrew Bellotti? For the Philadelphia Phillies, we're we're getting into. Uh, I I did notice this over the weekend too. We are getting into silly season here with starting pitching, right? Where it's like our fifth starters hurt, our fourth starters hurt, our you know the number six prospect in our organization is not ready to come up. He's down in Double A, so we are just finding anyone who can get through four innings for us, which is is kind of fun for DFS actually. Yeah, I mean, Bellotti's a reliever, pretty good one, but. I mean, he's. I don't think he's pitching more than two innings tonight. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I know that they, if I'm not mistaken, the Phillies set up Wheeler uh, for tomorrow. Um, so I, I think that's like kind of their goal is just to get whatever they can tonight and then try to win tomorrow. I know they lost last night too, and they're going to be missing some of their players. I know due to um, due to the vaccination uh, stuff. So uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think that. There's an opportunity there. Again, uh, Philly will then go and uh, come here to South Florida and play against the Marlins, so we'll see. But uh, if I had to ask you, Davis, you can only pick one team, Braves or Mets, to win the division rest of the season. What do you think? So it's pretty close. I mean, one of the things that we know with the Mets is that uh, they are absolutely not going to be shy about adding talent, you know, given their new ownership. They'll eat bad money. They'll trade like, you know, they'll do whatever. I, I think the Braves are way better. I just think they have more top-end talent on their roster. And, you know, keep in mind they're doing this right now without Ozzie Albies. I'm going to say Mets, though, because if a, if, if a high-tier starter comes in, if a guy unexpectedly is available at the trade deadline, I would expect, you know, player X to be a New York Met at the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, the Mets are so far down the road for them to stop at the deadline. Just, I mean, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Right. But the Braves were the most active team at last year's trade deadline. So, oh, gosh, it's going to be fun. I think both teams probably get in. Uh, DeGrom and Scherzer, though, those guys are healthy in the second half. Right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Fantasy football season is fast approaching and giving you the edge is what we do right here on Fantasy Sports Today. And naturally, best ball season is in full swing. And uh, and, and by the way, Davis, season-long fantasy football is coming up really quickly and going to be in full swing. Like to think that one month from now, it's basically all we're going to be talking about. Like, I mean, we're really, it's hard to envision it until it really happens, but it's like, it really hits you when you think about what one month from now we will be doing on August 12th. We already will have the first full week of the NFL preseason. It'll be less than a month until the regular season. Uh, but it's, it's like that, that slow crawl until we get there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, we are, we are probably weeks away from our first, you know, serious injury that we're going to get in, in training camp or whatever, that's going to change the whole fantasy football landscape. And someone's going to, you know, obviously be going way down and these teammates are going to be going way up. Uh, I, uh, I know that the FFPC main event and the NFFC primetime, which are, you know, the huge uh, prize pool mm-hmm. tournaments, half a million dollars, $1 million first place are, are already up and going for so for our our very serious fantasy football players it is in full swing and even uh even kind of your your casual guys are are you know they're they're, the fantasy football magazines are out you know it is that's that's kind of when i think the time is like when you see the the roto world magazine on the shelves like that's uh that's kind of when it's time yeah for sure and here we are in july all right so let's take a look today here uh an exercise in some potential buy low candidates and we'll go over them get davis's opinions and if i have one i'll give you one too all right let's start off with the new york giants and this is saquon barkley we heard a lot about the potential of barkley being moved in the offseason but thus far uh, it has not happened now last year barkley obviously did not complete a season yet again he had 593 rushing yards 41 receptions and 280 receiving yards and four touchdowns. Now, Brian Dable is the new head coach of the New York Giants. We know how he has deployed his running backs, Davis, in the past, which is a little or not at all and really hard to predict. Do you think that Barkley is going to be in a new era of Dable football where he basically relies on a running back? Or do you think that basically his time's up and it's time to punt on Barkley? I mean, I think it's I think it's pretty reliant on how healthy Saquon Barkley is. He really has not been healthy since 2019. He led the NFL in yards from scrimmage as a rookie in 2018. He had 91 receptions and 121 targets that season in 13 games in 2019. He was good, but not great. Uh, he had 73 targets in 13 games, 1,400 scrimmage yards, and uh, he was bad, and the team was bad last season in uh, in basically 12 games. I think he played mm-hmm. one series in the game that, uh, that he got hurt. He had 203 touches, 856 yards, and four touchdowns, but the whole offense stunk, right? I mean, we were seeing Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon and they, you know, they ran that quarterback dive on third and 10 from their own five yard line, like just a total nightmare under Joe Judge. And, you know, to his credit, uh, Brian Dable last season, when they abandoned using Zach Moss, Devin Singletary was like a total fantasy football playoff hero. And in fact, uh, in that game against the Kansas City Chiefs that we all remember, the 13 seconds left game, Devin Singletary played every single snap 100% of the snaps for the Buffalo Bills um, and and was you know getting work near the goal line getting work as a pass catcher and clearly I think Saquon Barkley better than any running back that was there uh, in Brian Dable's tenure you know I mean they had they had Frank Gore there like they had a lot of random guys there so in terms of the value proposition that Saquon Barkley offers I actually think it's pretty easy for me to see him being a bust but given what his ceiling could be, I mean, his backups are fullbacks and Matt Breida, Matt Breida on his fourth NFL team. You know, there, there's no one here who is going to siphon off any work from him if he is healthy. So sure. I, I just, I absolutely have to be in on him, I think. What, what, uh, what's his ADP approximately? 
right now? Right now, uh, tail end of the second round, beginning of the third round, wow. right about 23, 24, 25 is his ADP. Still high. Still rich for me. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. All right. Uh, let's let's move on here to the Washington Commanders. And and look, it honestly, it turned out to be somewhat of a respectable year for Antonio Gibson. But I, I got to be honest, uh, it was not the season that I think most, at least fantasy you know, experts thought he would have. He did have 10 touchdowns, so obviously that's huge. But uh, a lot of fumbles, Davis, last season, and a lot of removal from games, some Jared Patterson at different times, 42 receptions, 294 receiving yards. If I'm not mistaken, McKissick is back. Am I right about that in Washington? I think he decided to come back after saying he was going to leave. So I don't know. Is that like the is, – is, was last year Pete Gibson? Like is that – is this basically going to be who he is, or do you think that there's another gear? Well, I mean, I actually think his rookie season was much more Pete Gibson because they were using him as a pass catcher that season. Uh, He had 44 targets in 10 games as a rookie, had 52 targets in 16 games last year, did miss the one game with injury, Uh, did score 10 touchdowns last year, 11 touchdowns as a rookie the I think the the issue here and you you hit it which is just like not not his ability as a player as a player I mean he is extremely skilled uh you know as a running back averaging 5.6 yards per target that is well above average 4.3 yards per carry for his career but the issue is they are paying JD McKissick real money you know he signed with the Buffalo Bills or thought he was going to sign with the Buffalo Bills and then the the commanders offered him more money so he came back then they also drafted Brian Robinson the running back from Alabama in the third round Mm -hmm. of the draft and they've all you know the coaching staff has already kind of done the oh you know we envision them thunder and lightning and like if Antonio Gibson is losing third down work to JD McKissick and losing goal line work to Brian Robinson what is left all the touches we don't care about in fantasy. You know, we we are fine drafting Travis Etienne in the third round because we don't care if James Robinson or Snoop Connor is getting the carries, you know, when it's second and eight on your own 40-yard line. Those are useless touches for fantasy. We want third downs, we want targets, and we want goal line touches. And right now, it looks like Gibson is going to get none of those for the commander. Mm. So I, even, even in the sixth round, seventh round, kind of where he's going, I just can't really be interested. Yeah, for me, it was the fumbles, um, a, a lot of him coming off the field because of that. So, uh, you know, certainly I'm probably out on him this year. Now, this is a fascinating one because I, I just like either it's the end of the line here, Davis, for Juju, or he is going to bounce back and have a big season. I don't think there's middle ground, at least for me. Um, you know, last year, forget it. I mean, he was just hurt the whole year. There's really nothing to talk about. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs this season, we know Tyree Kill is not there, sort of even an afterthought now not being talked about all that much. A popular player, for sure, everyone we like. We know he likes fantasy football, so we root for him. But I just, I personally don't see middle ground here. I think either he's going to just way over-deliver or it's done. I just don't know which one. What do you think? I mean, I think your scenarios are are likely correct. Um, then now the... the um the denigration of Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, how poor he was, I think has been a little bit overstated. For example, everyone kind of points to, oh, well, you know, he was so bad in 2020. Well, he ended the season, uh, you know, in, in that game against Pittsburgh before he got injured, 13 receptions, 157 yards and a touchdown, uh, for example, against the Cleveland Browns, right, was was great mm-hmm. um, in that game. Even came back in the playoffs, so he missed Uh, He got injured in week five against Denver and then actually was even able to get back on the field with that injury in their playoff loss to Kansas City. Funnily enough that they they played against Kansas City. No 100-yard games in 2020. But I also think it's it's pretty, uh, you know, kosher to remind everyone of the fact that this was not Patrick Mahomes he was playing with. This was late stage, can't move. Ben Roethlisberger, who, who I guess, and, and one of the reasons to be bearish on Smith-Schuster is that Deontay Johnson basically is the same player as him, ran the same type of routes, and Ben was targeting Deontay instead. But I will never forget the player that Smith-Schuster was his first two seasons in the NFL. You know, when at 21 years old, he had in, in uh, you know, only seven starts, 917 yards and seven touchdowns. The next season, 166 targets, 1,500 yards and seven touchdowns. Like, I, I, I still believe, so I am just absolutely piling in on Smith-Schuster at his ADP because one of my highest conviction plays in 
fantasy football this year is that one of Smith Schuster, Sky Moore, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and McCall Hardman is going to be a league winner relative to their cost because you just aren't. There's no way Mahomes is going to play 17 games and have a wide receiver outside of the top, let's say, 15 in fantasy football. And the highest ADP of a Chiefs wide receiver is Smith Schuster, but he's going at the wide receiver 27. So I think there's room there to grow for for all four of those guys. Yeah, definitely interesting unless they make some sort of move. There's still a couple of guys that are out there in, in free agency. And, of course, uh, I, I would guess they're going to sign in the next week or two. So uh, we will see. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, the, the range of outcomes is at the top of the bottom with, with a player like this. What What is his number, by the way? How much is he getting paid with Kansas City? Is it guaranteed? And what, what's the number? It, so it is guaranteed. And it's actually uh, it's a little bit more money than, uh, than the market was anticipating. I think a lot of people thought he was going to get – like nothing. So it's a one year, $3 million deal, but he's got a ton of bonuses. So he has like, for example, if he gets 65 receptions, one and a half million dollars. If he gets a thousand yards, it's $2 million. If he makes the pro bowl, it's another $2 million. If he plays 65% of the snaps. So if he has a good season, he's making like one year, $13 million. Like that's a, that's, that's a good wide receiver contract. Um, and they're paying they're paying MBS real money too. So I, I think the way the Chiefs structured these deals with the incentives was pretty sharp. All right. Very interesting. Okay. We'll take a quick timeout here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up next, it's time for some fantasy or reality. We've got the Sports Grid 60. And don't forget, coming up 2 o'clock Eastern, I'll be back with you for another edition of Newswire. So make sure you stay on the grid for that. But don't go away. Fantasy reality coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. And just stay with us. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. Are you following us on Twitter? Well, you should be. Follow us at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV for the latest news, notes, information, of course, picks against the spread from a lot of our wagering hosts and our content, which, of course, is coming up in less than 20 minutes from now. We have the early line with, uh, of course, Donnie and Kevin, so stay tuned, and I'll be back for Newswire. And I know, Davis, there's a doubleheader today in baseball so uh you'll be all locked into this white Sox guardians game starts in about an hour and a half from now so make sure you are you're ready for that one okay yep none of that for me i've been uh, i've been locked into the women's soccer european championships it's been it's been really good so far uh the the england women beat norway who have basically the best player uh the best women's player in the world on their team beat them 8-0 yesterday and uh, i actually i really want 
uh, English soccer to win a major trophy. They have not won one uh, since the men won the World Cup in 1966. And these people, Craig, they love they love soccer so much. It just it would be very nice. And uh, I I personally, you know, I, I, some people share this viewpoint, some people don't. I really enjoy a lot of women's sports. Uh, the the ladies Wimbledon final was really mm-hmm. good. I really wanted Owens to win. And the, the men's Wimbledon final was actually was great, great. Uh, as yeah. well. It was really, really good. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, uh, it, and anytime women's sports uh, kind of, kind of has the stage to themselves, which it kind of does right now. Right. Because no football going on right now, no hockey going on. We only have summer league basketball. Like it's just, it's cool when a women's sport gets to kind of take the forefront like that. All right. No doubt. So no baseball for Davis this afternoon. There will be fantasy or reality, and it starts right now. All right, Davis, interesting uh, note yesterday on social media. An NFL reporter uh, asked 50 different scouts, executives, people, around the game, around the NFL, and asked specifically to rank the top players at quarterback in the NFL. And I guess to some surprise, there were some quarterbacks that were not in the top 10, among them Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. But even more glaring is the former MVP of the NFL in Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. So we'll start off today by asking you, Davis, fantasy or reality? There are 10 better quarterbacks in the NFL than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, total, total fantasy here. Uh, if I was doing a draft of, of picking my guy, whether it be to win one game, whether it be to win you know one season, or whether it be a franchise building block, I, I think Lamar would probably end right about five or six for me. You know, I think the uh, the top three are are totally inarguable. And that is Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. I, I just there is no statistical case, no film case, no no you know locker. Just no, no those guys are the top three, and it's completely um, unassailable after that. And then I think you can start arguing Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but the you know the idea that you would rather have Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott or Matthew Stafford, any of these guys over Lamar Jackson. It's, it's just, it's just stupid. I mean, it, it, to me, it just really is when Lamar Jackson is healthy, he allows you to run a super unique offense. That is basically, I, I think that's kind of a, an underrated thing. That's, that's difficult about playing against Lamar is as a defensive coordinator, as a defensive player, you play 16 teams during a regular season and not one of them is going to play like the Baltimore Ravens. And that's really hard to adjust to, you know, just even, even looking back at Lamar's 2020 season, which was good, but not great. I mean, you know, he averaged 7.6 yards per attempt. He ran for a uh, thousand yards in that season set. Like he just, he is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's insane to me that, uh, that this would be an opinion anyone could possibly have. Yeah, Dak was in the uh, top 10. So, you know, thinking this through the way that you are here, uh, look, I mean, you know, obviously Josh Allen is in that conversation for sure. Um, and Joe Burrow, no question. Um, and listen, I got to put Brady and Rodgers, at least for right now, in there too. And so, sure. and, that, and, that, and now I'm like, okay, so like, even if I was to poke holes at Jackson and put a couple more guys ahead of him, I mean, he's got to be in the top 10. So this is fantasy. I mean, this is crazy to think that executives think this around the league. And and I guess, look, honestly, we're going to find out this season. I, I, I simply don't think you go from the MVP of the NFL to not being in the top third of quarterbacks in the league. So I'm going to I'm going to call fantasy on this as well. Uh, definitely could find a path to seven, eight, nine, maybe even 10. But who are we even talking about that's in there? So, yeah, I got I got fantasy on this as well. Uh, to me, Lamar's top five for sure. All right, let's move on to the Home Run Derby. We've started to learn a lot more, by the way, about the National League participants than we have the American League participants. It was announced yesterday that Albert Pujols is going to be in the Home Run Derby. Juan Soto will be in the Home Run Derby. Ronald Acuna Jr. will be in the Home Run Derby. And guess who else is back, Davis, in the Home Run Derby again? It is none other then Pete Alonso of the New York Mets, who absolutely loves participating in this event. And obviously, when the odds are released over on FanDuel, guess who's going to be one of the favorites? It's going to be Pete Alonso of the New York Mets for sure. Fantasy or reality, Davis? 
Pete Alonso will win his third straight home run derby. So my my gut instinct was to to say no, just based off the odds, right? And Craig, you're, you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong here. But if I'm remembering correctly from watching the last two years, I, I think maybe it was his dad. I can't remember who was throwing Alonzo, his BP. Pete Joust, there we go. But I remember that the, the BP pitches that he was getting were just perfect, right? Because yeah. sometimes you'll watch the derby and it'll be like, you know, someone's dad is throwing or his brother or one of his teammates. And it's like, the guy has no chance of hitting these out. But whoever the guy was who was tossing Alonzo the mm-hmm. BP was just putting them right in the sweet spot, perfect speed, perfect launch angle and everything. So just for just for the fun of it, I'm going to say reality because I, I, I it just it is kind of fun when you do see the the good relationship between the BP coach and the guy who is doing this way. And I just, I do, I have that memory locked in of whoever was throwing him the BP, just having these absolutely perfect home run pitches. Yeah. I'm going to say fantasy, but it's a little unfair because I don't know exactly if he's going to do it. But if I'm telling you now that if Giancarlo Stanton does the home run derby, Sure. Uh, yeah. When he when he did Petco Park Davis and he talked about being, I mean, he's from Southern California. Um, if, if he's in it, I think I'm going to pick him to win it. Now he did not uh, do very well in Miami. Not that anybody does hit home runs particularly well in Miami. Although Stanton did, I, I hit close to sixty, if I'm not mistaken, one year there. Uh, but that that would be the guy that I would pick. I know it's been a few years for him since he's done that. And, and that would be my pick. Now, again, if he's not in it, there's probably no one I'm going to pick in the AL. And, and clearly they're having a hard time uh, at this point, Davis. I mean, we are at less than a week away from the Derby. We don't know who the American League guys are. So uh, I am going to say uh, fantasy for now. But if Stanton's out, I'll pick Pete to win it. All right, okay. finally, we have the running of the Bulls coming up and can't wait to see this. It's always a lot of fun and looks pretty dangerous, to be honest with you. Um, now, this is like a, a lifelong dream for some people to participate in this thing. Fantasy reality, Davis, how about you? Free trip over to Spain and participate in the running of the Bulls. They hand you a ticket, they pay all your expenses, and they say, go run with the Bulls. You're going to do it. Fantasy reality. You know what? I I got reality here. Assuming that this is like a you know it's it's there it's there in this free trip to Spain. You get to hang out. You know you have your your week in in uh, in Barcelona or whatever. I'm I'm in. This is this is the price you pay. I feel like I am reasonably athletic enough. Now I don't have. I'm not in like great cardiovascular shape. So in terms of like actually just like sprinting away from these uh, from these bowls, I think it's going to be a uh, a tough time for me going for like a mile or two miles or whatever. But I do think if it gets down to it, I'm going to be able to to read and react to the situation enough to get out of the way, hop out to the side, get in a doorway, do whatever I need to do. So I think I'm gonna now I might get you know I might get uh, might get bumped you know may I I, I think. Uh, thinking about this logistically, what you don't want is you don't want to get in a spot to get trampled, right? So you don't want to fall down. That's the, that's the big thing. If you fall down, you got to get, you got to get out of the way or you got to get right back up. But uh, I got, I got reality here. I think this is the, this is the price to pay for the free trip to Spain. I would do it. Yeah. One of your funnier lines, I'll just go in a door. You're like, like, is this, this is not PlayStation Call of Duty, Davis. You're not going to just like go in a door. <laughs> I don't. Think Absolutely. So. This is, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking uncharted rules, you know, video game rules where, you know, you're, you're, you, you have the key lock to get in behind the door and, uh, and everyone just is, it's like a James Bond movie, right? And they all run past you. Right. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, and I would, t- and I would tell you that, I probably could hold my own surviving this. I think so, because I do run every day and I am in pretty decent shape as far as that is concerned. But there comes a point, Davis, where you got to know who you are. And I'm, I'm going to be 50 years old, man. And I have two kids. And this, this just would not go over well, like even free, even paid to do it. You know, having my kids freak out, maybe seeing me like as a possibility of getting injured or hurt. I think that once you have kids, the dynamics change for a lot of these thrill seeking ideas. So 20 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, maybe I could see it now, Davis. No, no, not not going to do a, a lot of my my thrill seeking activities, you know, sort of went out the window 
when when I got married and had kids because then you know it's like I'm you know they're relying on me it, it just becomes a whole dynamic and then to to think that that my kids would be worried about something like this like that's the part that gets me I think so I got I have some data for you here the last time that this was run eight people were injured right they they used mm-hmm. the word gored which I think sounds yeah, worse than it is because you you think gore, <laughs> you think you you think gored and you're like this guy has like a tusk like sticking through his stomach or whatever right. but no one right. has died in this event since 2009 and only 16 people total since 1910. So that is, that is over a hundred years, right? So the, the odds are you're taking like a 0.002% risk of dying for a free vacation to Barcelona yeah. and, or, or Pamplona. Right. And my guess would be the people who get gored, you know, the people who get injured, the people who die, those are the real risk takers, right? Who are like, right. I got to win this race, right? So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in. If it gets close, I'm not going to bail. I'm not going to bail left or right. Like I am just going to outrun this bull. But I think if you, if you go into it with the mindset of my mindset is not to finish this or be the winner of this, but my mindset is simply to outlast and survive. I don't, I don't think you're getting hurt. I, do, I just, yeah, I think, yeah. I think you and I could both do it. I'm putting it on the record. I think you and I could both do this and escape without getting injured. I, I do, but it would, I, but I wouldn't try it. No, I, I'd be the one that like just runs off at the very beginning and that's it. It's like, all right, fine. But I, but I definitely understand the thrill seeking idea of it for sure. This one probably not going to be for me. I'll watch the Chicago Bulls. So go to a Chicago Bulls game instead. I'll, I'll trade for that one. I'm not going to do it. Or the South Florida Bulls do that too. All right. So that's fantasy or reality for today. And of course, we'll do this again tomorrow. By the way, you can tag us on social media uh, at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV. You have a question for us, fantasy or reality, just send it to us on social media at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV. You can copy Davis at Davis Maddock. You can copy me at Craig Mish. We'll take a quick time out. We've got the SportsGrid 60 coming up next right here on sports grid so stay with us and we'll be back in a few minutes to wrap up our show here on the tuesday don't go away. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Full preview of the Open Championship coming your way at 2 o'clock Eastern right here on Newswire. So make sure you join us a little bit later for that program. But for now, let's end fantasy sports today with a thought or two. Here is Davis Maddock with the Sports Grid at 60. Yeah, so mine is here. We, uh, Craig, we are 57 minutes through the show. We have not said the name Kevin Durant. 
We have not said the name Kyrie Irving. Uh, in terms of NBA news, there wasn't any to touch on, right? We got we got some, uh, you know, Summer League, Paolo Bancaro. We had him in there. Chet was was blazing in the Summer League. They're both done for the Summer League. You know, no no reason to get those guys injured. But, Kevin, we know you're a fan of the show. We know you're uh, – we know we, we know you love your fantasy reality. Buddy, make a decision. Let's 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 get this let's get this show on the road. Like I need some trades. I need some free agency signings. Like nothing is getting done in in the NBA until Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets make up their mind on what they're doing. And uh, I need I need my fix. I need some trades. I need some player movement. So Kevin, come on, buddy. Let's uh, let's get this done. Yeah, no NBA free agency over the last uh, couple days, kind of quiet for sure. All right, one week from tonight is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game in Los Angeles. And I want to remind all of you that there was not that long a time ago where the All-Star Game determined home field for the World Series. Can you imagine a world where this existed and existed for about a decade? I mean, this was probably the worst idea that has ever been had in Major League Baseball, and we talk about all the tinkering and all the different things that have gone on, they literally had an exhibition game determine who got home field in the World Series. Incredible to think that that was the case. Thank goodness it is no longer just an exhibition. That'll do it for our show today. Of course, thanks to LTN, our graphics department, specifically Danny and Ryan. Also, thanks to our producer, Brett Levy, and my co-host, Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. I will see you later today at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day if you're leaving. If not, I will see you then. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.